Hi, welcome to Gardening, a careers podcast you should listen to if you want to grow your career online and offline. Hi, my name is May Ping, and I'm a professional career coach and international speaker with more than a decade of experience at some of the biggest companies in the world. To learn more about what I do, visit mayping.com. That's M-E-I-P-H-I-N-G dot com. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of My Got a Ping podcast, a podcast that you should listen to if you are serious about growing your corporate career. So today is actually a very special episode, and it is a replay of a podcast interview that I did with James Wright, who is the host of the ACCA Global Podcast, inviting accounting professionals from all around the world to share our experiences and a little bit more about our philosophies in life. So in this special episode. I sit down with James to talk about some of the tips and tricks that you could use to establish a really strong LinkedIn profile. We also talked a little bit about adopting technology in the in the post pandemic world, as well as sharing a little bit more about some of my personal philosophies and habits in life that I have made sure to infuse in the way that I approach my career and some of the workplace.、Um, I guess habits, challenges, and focus points as well. So I hope that you enjoy this episode and and you really are able to gain some insights and maybe get inspired by my personal journey as well as some of my philosophies,、uh, philosophies that I apply in my career. So with that, I、um, hope you enjoy the episode, and I'll see you in the next one. Cheers! Bye. Oh, smiling away. So on <laughs> three, two, one, and go. Welcome everyone to another episode of the ACCA Global Podcast, and today we are in for a serious treat. We have one of the top rising stars on LinkedIn. She owns her own company of training as well, which we're going to talk about today. But I have the pleasure to welcome onto the podcast for the first time May Ping Lim. Welcome today, May. Thank you very much for joining me. Thanks. It's an amazing invite. Appreciate it. Well, I mean, we're just going up different levels now. <laughs> This is it. I mean, oh gosh. Well, I must say, welcome, welcome, welcome. Because I've I've seen your content online, majorly impressed. And to have an ACCA member like yourself who is so proactive, you put everyone else to shame. I must be honest. <laughs> But now, because it's the ACCA Global Podcast, where are you representing today? So the viewers know. Yes,、yeah, so I'll be representing Malaysia, born and bred in Malaysia, and currently in Penang, Malaysia. So yeah, fantastic, fantastic.、Uh, at the University of Lincoln, we actually have a, a partnership、uh, with Penang as well. So、uh, yes, who knows? Who knows? It could be out there. Maybe one day. One day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. Well, if if we were to share a stage together one day, I, I you know, I'd, I'd behave myself. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> But、uh, yes, yes, it will be it will be David and Goliath, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> But coming on to it, the reason for the podcast is so that when people meet us online, such as LinkedIn or through our websites, this is the reason for the podcast that they they will read things online, but now they get to know us in more depth as well, which is and on a personal level, I should say. <laughs> But the other main thing is, what drink have you selected for the podcast today? So I've selected one of my favorite drinks, which is、um, 
iced matcha green tea latte. So Look at this that. is uh, oh. this is one of my favorites. So now thanks for also grabbing your green tea. I yes, I know. That. I know mine doesn't mine doesn't look as uh, exotic as yours. But look, I've I've got you a nice mug on there. It's, uh, ah, it's like got it. some nice <laughs> nice birds on there. And uh, <laughs> cheers, cheers, having some lovely green yes, tea this cheers, morning. Cheers. Yes. Oh, fantastic! I've not had any green tea in ages, but uh, <laughs> you 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 get people coming to your online courses now asking, oh, "Have you got your green tea ready?" Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure the ones that have been, they always see like a cold drink in my hand, hand like somewhere around the table and like the screen and stuff. So, yeah. Well, that's the whole point of the podcast, getting to know each other a bit more and also the viewers get to know you more as well because <laughs> they'll, they'll see both of our profiles online and I'll, I'll, every time I have green tea now, even though it's not very often, <laughs> it's, it's, I'll, I'll be thinking of... Oh, May, May will be telling me more green tea, more focus, and <laughs> um, you know, James, update your LinkedIn. That'll be it. Mm -hmm. But the other, the other amazing thing is you are also an ACCA qualified member. Well done, well done. But how long have you been qualified for? I graduated in 0809, so that was a long time ago. And <laughs> yeah, I think became a member in I think it was 20. 13 and a fellow in 2018 i think oh. yeah so it's been a while crikey gosh did you miss the exams no <laughs> <laughs> and and all of our students who are watching now have all closed the program and gone so <laughs> <laughs> we will come on to acca uh in, in a bit as well in terms of but um just short and sweet introduce introduce to the viewers why, why i am so excited to have you on today's podcast Hey everyone, uh, I'm Mei Ping. Right now, I am a career coach, basically working with professionals to grow their careers online and offline. So online via um, establishing a LinkedIn professional presence and offline actually working on your real job skills, right? So your corporate confidence and competence, which I think is a really important thing. So a little bit about my background. I was in the corporate world for about um, 12 years, started as an auditor, moved into internal audit, risk management compliance and later ended up as a senior director at Standard Chartered Bank, running a global portfolio. So uh, quite a bit of career transitions that I've done, but um, all in all, um, I think it just proves to, to me and also to a lot of people that, you know, as an, I mean, especially like, you know, for ACCA members, mm -hmm. you know what, like an accountancy degree doesn't mean that you just have to be a bookkeeper. Yeah. And people tend to get very confused. They're like, oh, are you a, you're an accountant? I'm like, yes, ECCA accountant. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think, um, yeah, kind of managing um, careers, like really strategizing and kind of uh, making sure that you pick up like the more important skills. Yeah, mm. so that's kind of what I'm working on with my um, coaching and training nowadays. So like a transition from... Uh, my education background and working experience and now yeah helping others to to be able to do the same a absolutely mega i must say and and this yeah. is where people in the comments can also say james maybe you should sign up for uh, some career <laughs> coaching or, or life coaching so uh, <laughs> yes if you have any questions as the podcast is going on as well feel free to put it in the description below may and i'm more than happy to answer them as well plus i'll put all of may's details down there so you can connect with her and i would highly recommend checking out a few of the articles as well because if you read one of them you are going to benefit so much um but i must say auditor to coach to a variety of experiences but the reason for the podcast is so that when when people who are watching now viewers they want to know a bit more about us so we're going to come on to the quick fire round now may 
where <laughs> the rule is you've got two options. And as the viewers already know from previous episodes, you have no idea on the questions. So this is where we get to be a bit jokey on it as well. So, okay. and, and I've, I've carefully selected them based on a bit of what you do as well. So the first one, which I'm very interested to know is, do you prefer uh, Mac, Apples or PC? Which one? I'm using a Mac right now. So yeah, I guess I guess Mac. I don't think I'm fully utilizing the potential though. But yeah, I'm I'm so used to Mac nowadays. So right. Oh Apple. gosh. Well, if we've got <laughs> if we've got any tech whizzes uh, out there as well, but uh, I see I'm a, I'm on my PC. I'm always a PC person. <laughs> but I've got you see that we we have we have zero sponsorship on the channel as well. And uh, and as you know, we're having having a uh, top top seventy LinkedIn rising star on the show. Uh-huh. I really had to put myself out with my notes this week. I mean, look at that. <laughs> that is a TED talk in the making, that one is. But, uh, oh, well, oh, see, I've settled the first one now. That, that, is, uh, that is really important. But coming on to the second one then, do you prefer cook at home or eat out? I am a very lousy cook, so cook at home is not happening. You're a lousy um, cook. Yeah, so I eat out a lot. Um, but I am, you know, trying to do more stuff at home. Like, you know, <laughs> eating you... more Wesley's and like getting bread, like almond butter and that kind of stuff. Um, nice. so I find time nowadays, um, but like, I'm not a good cook at all. I can barely cook, so <laughs> sorry guys. Oh, well, if anyone, <laughs> if anyone comes to May's course, it's now popping any recommendation. I'm sure you'd love to have them as well. It's, oh, I uh, love them. I love yeah. them. Oh, that's mega, that is. Gosh. Now, I, I, I learned to cook carbonara the other day. Proper carbonara. Oh, so, awesome. Uh, yes, I like I it. Well, if I'm in Penang, then uh, carbonara is on the menu. That's the main thing. But, awesome. Uh, you I see, like that. <laughs> can't go wrong. Well, obviously, I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't carry it in my hand luggage from the UK. I'd make it fresh when I got there. <laughs> but the next key one. Which I'm quite interested to know again is we got mm-hmm. three options on this one. We have do you prefer normal books, so hard copy, ebooks where it's on a sort of tablet, or third one, audio books? Which one do you prefer to use in your day? Because I know you're super, super busy. Mm, personally, I prefer hardcover, mm-hmm. but um, I can't finish a book. I feel like when I read to a certain chapters that make a lot of sense to me, I want to just kind of like resonate on those and mm. apply already. So I have hardcover books, but some of them I haven't started. Some of them I haven't finished, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, ebooks, I don't quite like ebooks. I think I know it's very convenient. The, the thing is that um, I find it very difficult to focus. Because mm. like when I read my articles like on like on my on my computer and so forth i like them to be very quick like Mm -hmm. really quick bullet points and that's really the way that i create a lot of my content as well so ebooks unfortunately can't really get grab my attention for a very very long time so so yeah for now um hard copies audiobooks um probably not the whole book but i do listen to like um podcasts and even Mm. even on youtube but like the the more audio ones so well, I try. I'm, I'm, sure, you, of I'm yeah. sure you'll be playing this, this, this back as well, and you'll be going, "Oh God, you see, absolutely crush that interview with James today." I, <laughs> I, I had him, sat, you know, in his wake there. But I've got into audiobooks a bit more now. Where mm. if you go for a little walk in the morning, clear your mind, bit of fresh air, listen to something that uh, you're particularly interested in, podcast, anything on mm. those lines, it makes such a difference. But I agree with you, hard copy 
it's a case of it's more of a treat now where I just switch off from mm. the world. I'll go and sit down in a coffee shop or go for a drink somewhere. Just get a book out and just nice half an hour. Yeah. Perfect. Right. And social media off. That's the mm. other thing. Social yeah, media off. It's quite funny because I do have a podcast and I get a lot of like messages from people. They say, hey, you know, I've been listening to your podcast on the way to work and while I was jogging oh, wow. and so forth. But I don't really listen to that many podcasts myself. So I, I just find it, it's a really a good, yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate well, everybody who finds it insightful. So like, thank you, everyone. Well, well, <laughs> well I'm afraid this is, this, is, this is hardly a competing podcast, I would say. This is more of a, we get to chat with ACCA <laughs> members and, mm. and, like, and we get to know each other a lot better. So yeah. in, in terms of competition, you're more Premier League in terms of football standards. And, and this is more <laughs> sort of League Two. It's okay, but uh, who knows? Maybe maybe we'll win a digital award and, and I can put it up here in, in the background of, of, of just a yeah, certificate. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so we've been joking on previous episodes about sponsorship as well, where if anyone wants to sponsor me for a white T-shirt, then uh, well, <laughs> that's as good as we're going to get. But uh, staying, staying with technology, mm. though, would you consider, coming on to the next one, are you a yeah. high-tech person or a low-tech person? low tech person you see i thought you'd be high tech tech. (laughs) i I can i can barely get my electronics to function to be honest um yeah so it's quite funny because i do run um sessions on like becoming future ready in the digital world and and a lot of people expect the sessions to talk about like technology and how we can use ai but Mm. a lot of the stuff i talk about is like how we as humans learn to operate with these these machines that are Mm. just like evolving every single day right so i end up talking about human skills which people are really pretty surprised but i guess at the end of it you know it's about bridging the the two so yeah low tech person unfortunately Anybody yeah. wants to help with my tech problems, please drop me a message. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna to find you some new, new, uh, new experiences today, aren't we? But yeah. I'm, I'm a low-tech person as well. Mm. That's the thing. But I'm more interested from my online classes, mm. how to, and just like with your courses, how you engage someone through the screen as well and all the different mm. mechanisms so that when they come away from it, they go, oh, I've really felt involved and part of that. Yeah. Whereas anyone can just sort of sit there in front of a screen and turn off and, and whatever. So yeah, t- Tony Robbins is a really good person for that because he, he just mm. changes his voice and he changes the am- <laughs> atmosphere, the ambience and all these different mm. things. So if anyone's not listened to Tony Robbins, who's listening to this, 100%, obviously don't close this conversation now, but after <laughs> when it's finished, then go. And then you'll say, oh, J- James, Tony Robbins, pretty much the same person so you know it's it's what what can we say what can we say tony if you're listening you're more than welcome on the show anytime it doesn't matter if i have to get up at 2 a.m to speak to you i'm there it's okay but speaking speaking from the final question then may do you do you prefer to message someone as in texting or do you prefer to call someone actually speak to them on the phone i think it depends on the topic um, but I think I prefer texting first because you just don't know if the other person has time for you or if they're busy yeah. or whatever. Um, and they might want to have a think about it before speaking. So normally yeah. I would text first. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I, I'm in the same sort of boat. Plus it gives me time to think as well because you, mm. you alluded to there about time. Yeah. Some people seem to have a lot of time. I know you don't have a lot of time <laughs> because you are super duper busy and, and we, can, we can talk about what you've been up to today as well. But time is everyone's biggest asset mm. and in terms of how people spend it and having the day that they want. So 
oh, just I can't cope with wasting time anymore. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's criminal, that is. But where, where do you think most people waste their time, would you say? I think mindless activities. Just <laughs> things that have become a habit. And we call them habit yeah. for a certain reason. It's because we, it's so un, unconscious, subconscious, that we don't even know that we're doing it. Mm. So... Yeah, audit your time, right? Since we're all accountants and auditors here, like audit your time. Like what do you do every day and every week? Maybe every month and maybe you'll learn something about yourself. Oh, but the one of the bits from um, Jim Rowan, which I, I read about, was just write down what you actually did in that day or as you're going through the day just write it down and david goggins mentioned this as well mm -hmm. and look back at it on the end of the day and you will realize <laughs> how much time you've wasted scrolling through your phone or you know mm -hmm. just sort of watching mindless television or something on those lines uh, and i know some people that have actually got rid of their televisions from from their houses now yeah i don't have a tv actually for years <laughs> interesting gosh yeah. you see you see yes yeah well it's a case of the, these are the little changes that some people are making but mm. you don't really hear about them though that's the thing so it's, it's just a habit that people sit down mm. in, in front of the television at the end of the day and they'll spend two three hours watching a program whereas mm. if you listen to someone like gary v then they'll say well those two to three hours you could be making your you know starting your own business exactly mm. what you've done isn't it but now, leading on to, this is where I'm starting to sound even more professional. Did you see how we led that on? <laughs> oh, we're now coming on to the third part of the lovely podcast as to well, the viewers. And I'm super interested to know more about, well, we've got to talk about got a ping. Okay. We've got to talk about got a ping. So what, what do you currently work as in your role? Talk us through it. Yeah, so um, nowadays I am a um, career coach. So I do work with clients one-on-one. -on -one. I run group trainings and I do talks as well. But a lot of it, um, of my work, I see it as growing careers, like I said, online mm -hmm. and offline. So the online would be really establishing a professional presence on LinkedIn. So a lot of people have asked me, you know, why do I care so much about mm -hmm. LinkedIn? What is all these things, right? Why do we care? Um, I'm not sure how many people know this, but LinkedIn helped me got jobs at um, one of the big, uh, actually two of the biggest companies in the world. First one was with Visa, so Visa MasterCard in 2013 and with Standard Chartered in 2015. So I was just like browsing through the platform. At that time, I think it was 2012, 2013. So really early on in on, you know, on LinkedIn um, during that time. So I made sure that I have a very strong profile and just kind of browsing through the um, platform one day and I saw, oh, you know, Visa Asia Pacific is hiring and it, the role has like 30, 40% travel all over Asia. And I am a travel buff. I've been to many, many countries. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to get this tick box professionally, but I also get like my personal travel also ticked. So I said, okay, you know what? I'm just going to apply for it. And it just happened really quickly. I think within a week, I got the interview and after multiple rounds of interview, got the job. Um, but since then, um, I wasn't very active because at that time, LinkedIn wasn't a particularly um, big platform for content and so forth. Um, so I made sure I had a very strong profile. And in 2015, one of the global HR from Standard Chartered Bank reached out and said that, hey, you have the profile that we are looking for. Um, wow. Would you want to um, explore an opportunity with a new team that we're setting up? So it's a pretty much a pioneer team to re revamp the entire uh, risk management framework for a certain portfolio at Standard Chartered. Mm. So I said, okay, you know, why not give it a try? So I did. So nowadays, what I tend to tell people is that pretty much LinkedIn can be your online resume 24-7. So if it's rubbish, then 
that's the first impression that people get of you because in the past, right, the first impression that you can have, you can give someone else could be your resume, your CV, or maybe during the interview. But nowadays mm. it's actually one step before that, right? It's your LinkedIn profile, professional presence. That's the first thing. So I really care about that a lot. And I see a lot of professionals really not learning how to leverage that bit, mm. um, especially everything's kind of moving digital. So that's the um, one part that I do more for online, but with the rise of personal branding, I'm very conscious of that, um, that whole dynamic. So I constantly mm. also remind my clients that don't forget the real offline work. So we are accountants, we understand substance over form. So I say, mm. okay, can the form can be really pretty, but make sure substance, <laughs> you actually know what you're doing. Like you really have the skills. You quality. are quality. qualified. Yeah, exactly. It's something that we are very proud of, right? To be like qualified accountants. So you do have that not just technical ability, but also the, the soft skills, right? The ability to work with people. Because mm. I used to tell people that like, you, can, you can brand whatever that you want, but if you can't actually do the job, like your reputation will be tarnished at some point. Mm. But if you're an accountant, and I noticed that a lot of accountants tend to be a little bit more quiet, right? A little bit more passive. Yeah. Then I, I send them the opposite message. I was like, if you are so quiet, who is going to know that you are adding value? So oh. that's where, okay, your substance is 200%, but like you need the form, right? You need to let people know that, hey, you know, I can really contribute. So I think mm. both kind of goes hand in hand. Like normally when I say, I'm like, okay, you need to assess what's your online presence versus your actual offline capabilities. And are you really mm. maximizing that? So that's really the thing that I do, whether it's via one-on-one, whether it's via my um, group sessions every month. Yeah, essentially the team is just that. Well, I, I hope you don't mind, but all of my students who are watching, because at the start of every academic year and during the academic year, I always bang on about LinkedIn and updating it. Mm. And, and the way I got into it, into my habits was just, just half an hour here or there at the start or 15 minutes, just something going on there. And even just connecting with people who are in the same sort of field as you or connecting with mm. classmates, sending them a personal message. Just, just get started was the main thing because I think it's not in people's habits at the moment for LinkedIn, even though I know the value in it, you mm. know the value in it. I didn't actually know about that about you in terms of you got the two roles directly from LinkedIn, but mm. it, it is amazing how underrated I still think it is as well. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Gosh, but, uh, um, but we've also got uh, one of the top 70 rising stars on LinkedIn with us today. So it, from, a, from a bit of practical experience, where would you say mm. most people don't use their LinkedIn to the full potential? Or well, where, where from going away from this video would they say, oh, well, where can I improve on it quite easily to start off with? So normally when I, when I teach my LinkedIn professional branding um, sessions, I will cover it in like five areas. So the first one, is, I'll just give you like a very quick, uh, mm -hmm. quick tip and quick snippet about, about well, it. The, the floor is yours. Do not worry. Gosh, they're not here to listen to me. So go, go for it, May. Yeah. So for the um, first area, I think mindset is really important. So like you said, a lot of students may not recognize the, the power of the platform because they may think that, oh, this is just like a Facebook, like an Instagram, it's something I do for fun. Not necessarily true because guess who is hanging out on LinkedIn? Your managers, like your potential new managers, bosses and, and so forth. So uh, mindset, <laughs> understanding that professionally, this is something for your career, not so much for entertainment, but really mm. more for your career. Um, second section, definitely profile. So if there's one thing you're going to take away from today's podcast, please 
actually establish, create a, uh, create a profile. And I think upload a picture. I think that's the, the biggest tip I'll give you. A lot of, um, so if you're online without a picture, to me, you're an invisible person. It mm. doesn't make yeah. you feel, make me feel like you are a real person who is interested to network and is really able to um, provide value. So I think a profile photo and a, an appropriate profile photo is important. Not, not um, you out on like a Friday the night. Basic, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not you out with a beer, with a wine or whatever. Um, but, you know, how would you, let's say you want to be in a certain industry, what kind of image would be professional, is deemed professional, and then I would just put that appropriately. Mm. So I think that's like ultimate baseline. Um, personally, I don't really connect with um, people who don't have a profile photo because mm. I don't really know if they're taking it seriously or if, if you know, they say who they're supposed to be and so forth. Um, so really, really important. Um, yeah, third portion I always talk about is... Um, content so content not so much in the terms of like being able to create that so if you're a student maybe it's not so important yeah. but maybe some little bit of sharing here and there whether it's uh, via a comment right something you have learned or if you want to mm. share it in a post then feel free to do so right what's appropriate for you and obviously the other two parts would be around like, engagement and networking so as you alluded to it a little bit earlier connect with your professors, connect with your peers. If there are any industry leaders that you find that you can learn a lot from them, connect with them as well. Like use yeah. it as a learning platform, but understand that it is learning towards um, career improvement mm. and maybe personal development as well. Not just kind of going on the platform, treating it as a bit of an entertainment and maybe jeopardizing your chances along the way because you don't know who's watching on LinkedIn. Like I said, there are a lot of bosses there. So <laughs> you never know. You never know. First impression counts. So oh, yeah, oh, these oh. five areas, normally I'll cover it in more detail, but like just a quick gist of it to know that how they all kind of align together and really able to help you in your career later on. Oh, certainly. I mean, if anyone out there is listening who wants more information on that, go on, go on to May's profile. There are some great um, articles on there, nice, short and sweet, and it will just help you out so much as well. But even I've, I've had people try and connect with me who have got their photo when they've been on a Friday night out um, with, a, with a pint of beer on there. I was going, oh, OK. And, and there are some people where I can't see their face or they've got a car on there. I, I just don't get it in terms of it. But uh, the, the bit of advice I would give when I was first starting out was just aim to post once a week on there, sharing an article, sharing your opinions of maybe a particular mm. sector you want to go into, and you'll get some momentum from it as well, because don't be disheartened that your first post might only get sort of 30 views or 40 views or something on mm. those lines. My first one, I think, got about 16 <laughs> views when I was a student, when I had right. three connections on it. So <laughs> it really it just doesn't matter. It, it, it's a marathon, mm. not a sprint in terms of it. But uh, I think it, yeah, it's it's so underused, I would say, um, mm. and we have one of the gurus with us today uh, in terms of it as well. So make use of the resources out there as well. But um, coming back onto the coaching as well, because mm. that that's a really interesting part on there. What are the main sort of um, aspects that your clients are looking for as well? Or if there's a potential client listening to this right now, or someone who wants some help in their career. What sort of things do you maybe focus on or, or the common areas uh, that you have to sort of talk to people about? Yeah, so there are um, essentially two areas at the moment. Uh, we do know that the job market is very challenging right now. So the, yeah. the um, first part I work with, work with is uh, more around the, uh, what I call the LinkedIn strategy. So that's mm -hmm. more for like kind of job search and career transition, career growth. So in that um, zone, some, we talk about career clarity. 
because most people don't know what they want. They don't know how to pick a job. Da, 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 da. So that's one part of it. Um, the second one will be resume CV review. So some people come to me for that, just getting my uh, opinion on how they can best position their skills, um, values, yeah. and experiences. Um, thirdly, would be more around job search strategies. How do they network? How do they kind of build their connections? So that's more focused on either their immediate next job or their immediate next jump. But I would say most of my clients work with me more on a um, three to six months basis, either overcoming a challenge at work mm -hmm. or aiming towards a specific goal. So I'll give you an example. A lot of clients come to me work to want to work on a few things. Number one, speaking up and getting hurt at work. That is a problem for a lot of people, yeah. especially people with technical backgrounds, particularly accountants. So I do have clients who are accountants and finance folks, and they feel like okay, they know what they're doing. They're so good at their job, but they feel mm. like they're not, people don't know that. Right in meetings, they, they feel it's very awkward to speak up. So mm. communication definitely is a really really big thing I work with um, a lot of my clients. Second, big picture thinking, easier said than done, easier yes. said than actually practiced. Um, so for big picture thinking, a lot of my clients are around the managerial director level because that's when they really have to level up, running yep. big portfolios. Um, in the past, I've ran like one point five billion dollar portfolios. So mm -hmm. um, a lot of the things that I picked up, I tailor it and see how we can be applied for them. And lastly, I'd say um, emotional intelligence. So how to listen, mm. listen deeper, how to kind of get a sense of like working with different people, creating win-win relationships. I think is a really, really big one. Yes. 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 Oh, oh, nowadays, oh, oh. I yeah. find people especially even in messages that I get and even in the past when I was working, people tend to come to you and say, I need this, James, can I have this? James, can you do this for me? Da, da, da. It's always about you, but like, what are you doing for the other person? Like, why would a person want to work with you? So creating win-win relationships is really I'm all right, that, you know. It's, it's, an, it's an art. <laughs> I mean, there, there are techniques that I teach them, but I, I think it's more of a bit of an art because it's about understanding people and understanding dynamics. Mm. You know, how, how well you listen, how, you, how well you discern meaning and so forth. So more for the longer term clients, I would work with them on that. Um, from a level perspective, a lot of my clients are um, probably senior executives to managerial mm. level and, and above. Uh, the more junior folks come to me, normally they, they would just join my classes because it's just more like a quick insight and then they would yep. be able to practice on their own. But normally for the more senior folks, one-to-one -one makes more sense because the environment is very challenging. Your stakeholders are completely different. And you as a person developing mm. as a leader, as a manager, is also different challenges as well, right? So oh, yeah, okay. so just a little bit of that. Oh, mega points in there. I, I completely agree with you in terms of it because it's it's all about the soft skills they're sort of branded as now where people just haven't got Ooh. the experiences on there as to how do you communicate with one another? The, the best thing I ever got taught was if I'm sending an email, the thing that I think about all the time is how is the person who's going to read this think about mm. it? That's it. So I always think from their perspective. So exactly what you're saying, oh, I need this doing here. Or, or it all depends on your language because the same message will get put across, mm. but there are so many different ways of going about it. That's the thing. And uh, I like yeah. how you said win-win as well. Uh, there's a, if you have a look on Gary V on there, there's, there's win-win and there's no lose as well. That's where no loses. I will send you some free products for you to test out and let me know what you think of it because it's a no lose for them, isn't it? Because they're getting yeah. some free stuff over. They'll give it a try. And if you believe in your product, then big tick, they are going to like it. So it's a no lose yeah. on that one. So, oh, that's mega. Oh, no, absolutely, absolutely super points there. And again, for my students who are watching and students who contact me around the world, 
heed the warning okay on that there are some <laughs> mega points in there that i'm going to go away from this and take action so the ball is as always it comes down to action doesn't it the ball Ooh. is in your court you've got to put the time in that's the main thing but we, we can now come on to the more sort of personal side as well because I'm, I'm i'm interested to get to know you more now this is important because mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> i know i'm oh and for anyone who pops along to your courses as well but this mm. is where the round of do I agree with you? Okay. okay. So the, these are these are open questions, which again, for the viewers watching, uh, May has no idea on. But there's one <laughs> question that I always ask because I'm always interested in it. Is uh, with all of the people who come on the podcast. But first of all, what is, what is your favourite artist or, or your favourite band that you like listening to? Who who is your go-to? I don't actually have a go-to band. Believe it or not. Really? I don't have a go-to band. Do you, do you play yeah. an instrument or anything like that? Or <laughs> No, no. I don't play any instrument. Uh, but I like, I like art. I like looking at paintings a lot. So oh, right. right now with, with the lockdown, I find it kind of suffocating because um, I, I like to travel to different, different countries, you know, looking at art and nature, oh. whether it's paintings, nature or whatnot. So, yeah. So I think... I mean, I can share with you my favorite painting, if that oh. makes sense. Oh, go for it. I, I've just, look at, look at behind <laughs> you as well. Look at those frames as well. They look very nice. But go on, Who, who's your favorite painting or artist? Um, I like Girl with the Pearl Earring. I've seen the real painting in right. the Den Haag in Netherlands. It's okay. really, really beautiful. Yeah, Lovely. So that, that is my favorite painting. Have, have you been to see the Mona Lisa in, uh, in Paris? So I have, um, but as you know, it's always very crowded in the Louvre. So you, yes. you, whatever glimpse that you got, I think that that's it. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, it, it's the expectation versus reality where yeah, someone yeah. who goes puts a lovely photo online. But when you get mm -hmm. there, there's hundreds of people trying to get the same photo yeah. <laughs> in the background. I think if, if there is a better museum to visit in Paris, probably go and see Monet. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I think the, um, the museum is a lot more calming and the paintings is just like a lot of florals, petals and all these things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Paris is, combination is awesome. Paris is beautiful. I, I like to walk, just go walk around mm. Paris as well. Um, yeah. Art de Triomphe and then obviously down mm. to the Eiffel Tower. There's so much culture and it's a beautiful place as well. Yeah. So that's it. But, oh, no, that's interesting. One artist who I think you might like, but quite relaxing mm -hmm. after a day, play some Elton John. Give, give Elton John a try. Bit of piano, nice and easy, mm -hmm. and it's got some upbeat tracks, some nice and easy piano ones. I think I think you might like it. Let me know. Okay, thanks for the recommendation. Yes. Oh, it's my pleasure. <laughs> I mean, Elton, if you are watching, gosh, you see, you've got one more fan today. So, so coming on to another question then, away mm -hmm. from work, I mean, I, I see you post loads online. I know you're super busy, but what what's your main hobbies out of work that you you like to get involved with? I love travel. So right now it's really painful for me because I can't go anywhere. Um, so I used to travel to, uh, um, I actually used to have a list every single year. I say I'll go to 10 different places. Wow. Nice. So I've been able to do that after last year until the lockdown happened. So right now I can't quite do that. Um, but my hobby is pretty much um, researching about the next places that I want to go. Awesome. <laughs> no. So, so what is your next place that you just have, I have to be there? In, in May's mind? Um, I think before the lockdown, I wanted to go to uh, Morocco. Oh, right. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. So I think Morocco would be the, uh, the next place that I really want to 
Lovely. Well, if there are any ACCA members or students from Morocco, feel free to put your recommendations in the comments below. Or yeah, if anyone's... you'd like to send me a travel guide. <laughs> There'll be people watching who have actually been to Morocco and say, May has got to go there. Ping it in below. Mm. We will look at it. That is the main thing on there. But, uh, that, but out, out of interest as well, mm. what led you to go into coaching? That, that was another thing just from, from mm. order, internal auditor, external auditor. And then what, what led to the transition of coaching and setting up and being your own boss, I guess, mm. in terms of it? Um, so in the middle of last year, I quit my corporate job um, in Singapore to return to Malaysia. So the decision wasn't a uh, very easy one, but um, my mom was ill. So I decided that I like to spend a bit more time at home in Malaysia. So I came back. Um, so apart from like being a caregiver, mm. I also started, you know, finding a bit more time for myself, what I really enjoyed doing. And interestingly, during this time, um, a lot of my ex-colleagues and friends, um, they knew that, you know, I wasn't working. So I started getting messages like, Hey, what are you doing right now? Like, can I, can I get some bit of advice? And like, you know, what do you think about this? What should I do this? Should I do that? So I felt that I, I kind of became an advisor even before I kind of became a coach. And after, mm. a while, after a while, they were like, okay, fine. Like we're taking up so much of your time. Uh, like to actually pay you for it. So oh, yeah, wow. and then it just kind of Oh, well, this, this is news and, to me. If, if any of my friends are listening right now, well, but maybe we could start <laughs> something going because uh, James, the classic phrase I bet you've had in the past is, James, have you got a minute? <laughs> no, not nowadays, you know, there, there is no minute because nothing ever ends in the minute. Um, yeah, I think that just sort of happened. Um, but before that, I did take on a um, coaching certification, but that was more for personal development. I didn't know that I was going to leave the corporate world mm. um, to begin with, but I think everything just kind of, um, it just aligned. And nice. right at the year end, I was like, okay, fine. I have this coaching certification. I, I now have people reaching out to me quite often. And I say, okay, fine. I'm just going to get started on LinkedIn. So in fact, the, the first time I posted any actual content on LinkedIn was on 1st January. So that was the first time I I recorded a video because I'm a bit of an, an introvert, a bit of a dork, so I don't do videos. Um, but, but if you're hardworking enough to look for that first video I posted on 1st January, it's really quite different. And I think since then, I've also gotten a lot more confident to, mm. yeah, yeah. to appear on videos, like how I sound, how I look. It does get a little bit awkward, but you just get used to yourself. Yeah, but, but the main thing, the main tip there is because my first video on my YouTube account is, is mm. on there. And I kid you not, it, it is awful, okay? It, it, the camera <laughs> angle's terrible, the, the audio's a bit naff, it, the lighting's a bit poor. But the main thing was, I started and then you, you did uh, it. And then you learn, that's the thing. And I look back on it now and go, that was a very good decision that I made that day. And mm. decisions just, just change the course, that's the thing. And, and has led to us actually talking today as well, because I mean, for the viewers as well, I know. Uh, as, as the professional host I am, I, I, I forgot on the TED Talk list that I was, I was supposed to ask you at the start, how do we actually know each other as well? How would you describe to the viewers how we know each other? <laughs> Again, the power of LinkedIn. I think we connected about a couple of months ago. Um, I think I've seen your um, content a little bit here and there. I'm quite sure that you've seen mine as well. And yeah, James very kindly dropped me a message and asked if I have a bit of an hour and see if we can chat to help out some ACCA members. And yes, I found time. 
Oh, I appreciate it as well. But but it was a case of I, you just drop a nice personal message, and and I wasn't thinking from from my perspective. I, I was I was really keen on actually speaking to you about your one of your articles as well about how to improve your LinkedIn. You know, I think it was in five steps or something on those lines, and Ooh. it makes such a difference in terms of it as well. And I started to engage a bit more. But it's just Ooh. people out there listening now. There may be ACCA members, accounting students. Ooh. Or just, or just fans of you, May. I have no idea. <laughs> but it's a case of just, just you know, success leaves leaves clues in terms of it. So just, just take these nuggets of information and start to apply them as well. It's just the main thing I would say. Um, but what, what, what would be your your bits of advice for anyone out here looking to get started? What was it like for you? Um, on LinkedIn. Yeah, or in yeah, in general, or starting your own business, so to say. Mm. I think given that most people listening are probably accountants, um, yeah, do a, do a pro and con this, right? Because risk management is in our DNA, right? So do that first um, because I think generally people who take accounting, I noticed, are a little bit more risk averse mm. and that's okay. Like I'm pretty risk averse as well, right? So um, really take a bit of time to assess, you know, what what you really like, what you really believe in. But more importantly, do you really have the skill sets? Because right now, entrepreneurship is a cool thing on social media. It looks cool. Is it actually cool? Nobody really knows. Um, but really get a, get a good sense of like, how much are you willing to put in? And are you okay if things don't work out? Or you want to give yourself a little bit of time to pick up the skills that will make you successful later on. Like be it, for example, um, right now as a, as a coach, I'm on video a lot, right? Yeah. But how many people are comfortable? And even in my first video, it was terrible. Like you said, like <laughs> nightmares thinking about it. But, but you, you go from strength to strength and you yeah. gradually learn that, okay, what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And nowadays when I, when I do videos, it's all in one take. I do um, live classes where I take live Q&A and that's what I enjoy because I think that allows me to express my points a lot better. And, and yeah, I mean, some, some things that, Sometimes re rehearsing helps, mm. but don't be too rehearsed, if that makes sense. Uh, yes, and, and, and the viewers yeah. are now looking at me going, oh, James, he looks like a very, <laughs> very rehearsed guy. I mean, uh, yes, he's, he's, got, he's got this podcast under control. It's, uh, you know, <laughs> ready, ready to take over the world as ever. But uh, <laughs> don't worry, May, I, I think you're a cool lady, so don't you worry about that. It's okay in terms of coolness anyway i think i think if the viewers were to say who's the cooler out of the two i think there's only there's only one winner from that one but uh we, we've we've come on we've done personal now we're gonna have to get serious we're gonna have to get serious in terms of it okay the final bit is well the final bit yeah this is the most insightful and experienced <laughs> one as well because the, the viewers out there will be at different stages in their career and they may have come across you and they may have come across me who knows but it's a case of you know what, what are you interested in at the moment are you reading into particular areas or, or what are your thoughts about the, the, the sort of future that you're particularly interested in would you say um i think the future is going to be won by those who can adapt mm -hmm. and really be creative I think adaptability and creativity are the two biggest, biggest skill sets that's really required. And, and when I mean adaptability, obviously flexibility, trying out new methods, trying out new platforms, such as getting actually applied, going on LinkedIn, right? Um, and really trying out new things because 
I think technology is just going to go forward from this point on. Like the days that we're going to eliminate our handphones, like it's not going to happen. Like there will be, mm. it's not going to be tomorrow when you wake up like, okay, let's just like get rid of phone. Let's go back to mail. Like, not happening. Um, <laughs> so I think the faster that you can adapt and kind of embrace that is really important. Um, yeah. Mindset, mindset of embracing change, not yeah. being afraid and willing to try out different things. And, and get creative in the different methods because there are many, many ways to achieve the same outcome. Mm -hmm. But the key is to be consistent, keep practicing, keep going at it and, and you will be better. Because the first time I did a video was lousy, but right now I can pretty much do it live and I'm sure James is the same for you also. So practice wow. doesn't quite mean perfect, but practice allows you to really get better. Whatever I'm, success means to you. I'm waiting for my Oscar. It's all right. It's, it's <laughs> It's in the post. It's in the post, you know. They've all been on the phone since the podcast has been released, you know. Danny DeVito, he's been on the Good. phone. Orlando Bloom, he's been on the phone. It's just, oh, I just, I just said, look, I've got to speak to May. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Oh, she's my priority today. That's it. So, but if uh, if if people, are, if viewers are watching out there. What, what kind of person are you looking to connect for your sort of future plans? Where do you see yourself or who are you looking to connect with? Hmm. So I connect with a um, couple of groups. So the first one is students because I do share a lot of um, content on um, personality and soft skills to enter the workforce that really, will really be helpful. So I do connect with a lot of students as well. I think it's really interesting to, to see their journey. So for ACC yeah. students, feel free to add me. Uh, and a big <laughs> chunk of people who connect with me are working professionals. So mm. if you are looking to grow in your career, you are looking, looking to, I don't want to say step out of your comfort zone because that is so cliche, but you actually want to improve improve your job skills and give yourself a better chance, you know, whether it's making work more streamlined, you know, making things um, more productive for you, or just like finding some new methods of like um, doing things, right? Whether it's leadership roles, management or whatever, then I would really like to connect with you because I do share quite a lot of tips around um, soft skills and even online strategy mm. as well. So both of which will be very helpful in, um, yeah, moving your career forward. So I, I can only recommend that is it. I'm just saying it's and also when you when you hang around with people mm. like yourself or you're you're connected with people like yourself, you, you see things, you see posts, and you just go, I've I've got to I've got to just up that standard, just that next level. And once once you start doing that, and you turn you turn your you know I, I, my mass into well your needs into mass, and you actually say I have to do this mm. today. I have to do that the progress is just going to be massive and our our words of wisdom could affect someone today who knows may <laughs> who knows in terms of it that mm. uh well, should we talk about 2020 as well i mean it's been a an eventful year should we say that uh what what have you what have you learned this year about yourself or what well, what's changed uh for the better mm, what's changed for the better um i think for me it's just continue to be more courageous to run more group sessions because um, like I said, I'm an introvert. So I really enjoy doing one-on-one -on -one sessions because mm -hmm. it's a lot more private and you know, that we can have a lot more deep conversations, especially with me, my clients, but I really want to give myself a challenge to do group sessions. So, so far I've done quite a few already, um, gotten quite very good feedback, but it's just something that I need to keep going at it. So yeah. I've given myself a couple of goals. Like for example, every month, I'm going to do two group sessions. I'm going to announce it, actually do it. Um, so group, two group trainings and maybe I'll, I'll keep that um, 
little bit of a challenge for the next six months or so. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah. No, but it's interesting you say that as well because I I've started to write down my goals more. So short term, long term, whether that be sort of financial or or fitness or something on those lines. I don't know about you. Do you get many clients who actually don't write down or even think about their goals? Mm, I think most people don't really think of their goals. Most people are more fixated on their daily to-do list. Mm. So. Um, yeah, so when people come to me with, uh, my clients come to me with productivity issues, the first question is always asked, uh, one of the first questions I always ask them is like, okay, so what's, what's your biggest goal? What do you actually want to achieve? What's mm. your objective? And they can't answer that. So this is a very simple question for you to test if you are clear on what you're working towards or you're just like really busy every single day. Because busyness is not always a good thing. Like taking action is not always the best thing if you're mm. like not taking the action in the right direction. So, yes. No, yeah. I, I agree with you on that. I hear so many people that come to me and say, James, mm. I'm, I haven't got time to study. I haven't got time to do this. I'm, <laughs> I'm just so busy. But so they're yeah. having a, what happens is they're having a busy day. So they are actually doing mm. stuff, but they're, but they're only doing minor activities. They're not mm. doing major activities. And once you yeah. actually sort of whittle out all these minor ones and you free up more time for major ones, such as... Mm. Obviously, doing the podcast today is <laughs> it, that, that is, the day is the day is already at a at a particular high. I, I just can't oh, see it getting you. can't see it getting any better than this. So uh, you know, Danny DeVito, will, he'll have to ring back tomorrow. But um, <laughs> but all these little things, these little things just add up and add up and add up, mm. and just these little changes and habits uh, can make a massive difference to someone as well. Yeah, definitely, yes. definitely. Oh gosh, but uh, yeah, 2020 as well. I mean, are, are you reading any particular um, books yourself at the moment that you'd recommend for viewers to actually get into? Or mm, I'm not reading any books at the moment, but I do enjoy reading different different articles. Mm-hmm. So recently, I've been reading quite a few um, about you know really decluttering, minimalist without getting burnout. I, I'm actually a minimalist. I know it's not very obvious. I have a lot of things at the back, but um, so I've been uh, practicing that approach for a really long time. I think it helps um, keep my my thinking very clear because mm. you know eliminating the noise is really important. And yeah, I like to get back to more of those kind of activities because it's just a really helpful method to avoid getting stressed out and mm. getting burnout. Because I have a lot of connections and I receive so many messages every day that sometimes <laughs> I feel I feel like I need a bit of a breather also. So we yeah. all need to find space. I think um, reading articles on that. Yeah. Oh, that, that's mega. For anyone who's listening who doesn't know about uh, minimalism, I, I've been researching this. Actually, funny enough, obviously, we've rehearsed this to the T, <laughs> um, which we obviously haven't. But um, well, this is the whole point, obviously, because we're interested <laughs> in it. But uh, there are some people out there, well, sorry, just to, just to explain to people listening, it's a case mm. of minimalism is, is reducing the amount of stuff that you have in your house so that when you mm. actually go about your day, you make clearer decisions. So Mark yeah. Zuckerberg is a classic example of this where he just wears a plain t-shirt every day so he doesn't have to make that decision about what to mm. wear. So for example, so he makes better decisions in his other activities. So there are mm. some people out there that have these competitions. Have you, have you, have you had a look into these? Um, yeah but i think i think that's a little bit against the um the concept because you know when something turns into a competition then like it creates a lot of anxiety and stress Mm. so the purpose of minimalism is to make sure that we find our own breather our own space and whatever that works for us yeah yeah i mean simply it's simply about clearing away clutter isn't Mm. it in in terms of your life so it's it's so that you noise in your life yeah 
exactly yeah so but there are some people out there who have 20 mm. items of possession in their yeah, house so I've they'll, seen have, those. I've they'll, seen those. they'll have one shirt one pair of trousers <laughs> one pair of shoes and they'll have some sort of fork spoon and knife all put into one they'll have one plate yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it's amazing that, that they live their lives on these bases but mm. hey how it's it's uh, i just find it an interesting concept but i mm. agree with being more cl uh, clear in your in the way that you're going about your life but but mm. they go to a complete extreme mm, yeah where, exactly <laughs> yeah i mean what what I, the question i want to ask them is what happens if your one shirt is in the wash <laughs> How are you meant I don't to know, maybe, maybe they have a spare or, I don't know, a towel, a blanket, whatever. How do you wear a towel to work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's interesting to look at that. that that's really good. But, yeah. Oh, gosh. But, but looking, looking, into, uh, looking into the future then, I mean, what, 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 have, you got, uh, what have you got planned this week that's, uh, that's exciting for the viewers? Planned this week? Um... I think rearranging my schedule and really getting back to like yoga practice. I haven't done it for so long. And I think, um, yeah, finding space for myself. Because next week I have quite a number of things um, lined up. I have my, like I said, right, my group training sessions that I'm really kicking off in, uh, in October. And I'm also starting um, career coaching with um, University of Hong Kong for the MBA students. So wow. I'll be pretty busy with those, um, those sessions as well. So I think I need to prep myself this week. I think that's the, that's the goal. Well, well if, if you need a guest speaker to come in at, uh, at late notice, um, <laughs> you know, to, to, to warm them up in their first week online, you, you know where to find me. It's all right. But... All righty. But you, you, you touched on their yoga as well, because I know some people that have started to try yoga. Mm. But uh, what, what benefits do you find from, uh, from taking up yoga as well? Mm. I think firstly, it's like time that you allocate for yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. So on the mat is the time that you carve out actually appear. And uh, to me, it's not so much about the poses. It's more like, okay, I'm very busy every single day, but this is the one constant and the routine that I'm going to get into to create a little bit of a calm for myself. Mm. And personally for me, like I said, yoga is not so much about the fancy poses, more about alignment. So really able to um, align your mental noise with yes. you know, what you're doing physically every single day. I think uh, that's, that's the benefit for me. Yeah, I think lots of people are put off because there are two things that I've been slightly putting off. I'll be honest to mm. the viewers. Even I say, oh, not quite sure. Yoga is one and uh, meditation is the other one. Mm. And it's all about clearing your mind, focusing on your breathing. And then it, yeah. it's, as you said, time for yourself. Do, do you do any meditation or, or sort of clear thinking? Or? Um, I try. It's, it's not so easy to get into. Um, mm. But if... If you want to get started, I'd say get started with, uh, I mean, I don't know if you know, but um, in the past kind of uh, ancient India, yoga is just a way of like aligning your body and like loosening up all your um, muscles or whatever, yeah. right before you get into meditation. Sorry. Yeah. So release, release the tension, like release the, the stress and anxiety. Maybe just do a little bit of yoga first, stretch a little bit of stretch here and there and yeah, I would say give meditation a try. I'm also still working on that. It's not the easiest because I feel like I have mm. a monkey mind. Like I'm very, I think a lot and too much thinking is not exactly a good thing also. So, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, well, th there are other things which I've tried to get into my habits as not looking at my phone an hour before mm. I go to bed as well. And also an hour when I wake up. So I'll, mm. ju I'll just play some music in the morning 
and not mm. think about any social media or anything like that. And then before I go to bed, no, no phone or anything on those lines. And it's, it is amazing how it does clear your mind because if you think about something just before you go to bed, it's constantly on your mind as well. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, and then you end up having a bad night's sleep and then it'll be on your mind the next day and just oh, all these little things that, mm. that these little changes the way I think about it, again, tell me if yeah. I'm wrong, but they, they're hopefully just going to make and build up so that you, you have more productive days, you get more out of your day mm. as well. And uh, th these, these little changes can be a massive difference long term, I think, as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think the, um, the inner change and the inner um, habits that you develop mm. is going to be helpful because like even when I work with my clients, whether it's a LinkedIn strategy or even job skills, like fundamentally, it begins with you. Right? So yeah. if you're not calm and you're not focused and it doesn't matter the best advice I give you, you're not going to do anything about it because you're not ready mm. or you're not going to be able to really focus on it. Yeah. yeah. So like, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Starts with you. Oh gosh. Words of wisdom again. I know <laughs> it, it, it just does come down to you at the end of the day. I mean, you can, I, I try and mm. help out as many people and, and you do as well. And, mm. and we get advice from other people. It's great. But it all depends on how likely you are to take action on this as well. Yeah. And I doubt you, you'll be able to tell me how long does it take to actually put a habit into practice so that it just becomes normal? Mm, I think, um, I think researchers have said it's like, it's 90 days, mm. but I do think that you can always, um, you can always expedite it by doing a bit of a self-reflection and mm. a feedback loop. So normally with my um, clients that I work with one on one, we'll catch up every um, two weeks or so. So catching up is not so much making sure that, you know, they do, it, they do things perfectly, but mm. also to make sure that they are fully aware what they have done and yeah. how they could do better. And, and I will see, we'll be able to provide some feedback on how they can improve. Because like I said, most people, we do things, we do things so mindlessly that sometimes mm. for some people, when some clients start with me, I ask them, okay, so tell me exactly what was said, what did you do? And they can't, they can't tell that they, they, they cannot oh, even right. remember so that's that's already the the first big clue that is about self it's about awareness because if you're not even aware what you've said then how can you how can you really communicate better how can you be really build resonance or relationship mm. with others because you don't even know how you're coming across and you don't even remember it right so yeah i mean like i said it starts with you and it, it's a journey of course but you can always expedite it self-awareness mm. and feedback yeah, in other words if you can't remember it how is anyone else meant to remember it as well <laughs> in, in simple terms isn't it now, yeah now, it, it creates a lot of miscommunication later on which is one of the biggest issues in work and in life hmm. isn't it oh communication is so underrated and it's just like we're saying about habits um hmm. just whilst i've got it on my mind it's a case of someone told me to build habits upon habits as well because then it becomes sort of like a process mm. so then you you end up just doing it normally so wake up in the morning have some water go brush your teeth and then these are just habits that you build up on mm. and, and then you start yeah. to have that that kind of day that you want but now i realize we are pushed for time in terms of it as well but what is your final words of wisdom for the viewers out there as well? I mean, what was that lasting, <laughs> lasting bit of May advice that could, could help them out to uh, make them have the week that they want to have? Okay, so I'll share with you one of my uh, personal mottos, actually. So this is what defines my life. And it's um, hope is not a strategy. If you are hoping, mm -hmm. then let me tell you right now, it is not happening. Mm. Right? But if you actually want it, then... What's your strategy? What are you going to do? What are some of the 
big key things that you are going to do and how you're going to make sure that you make it happen, right? So whenever I hear people telling me all sorts of things, in my mind, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, okay, is this, are you hoping? Or is this like, do you actually have a plan? Like you have an idea of what you want, what you want to get to. So yeah, hope is not a strategy. Hope is not a strategy. I'm just thinking now about all those emails that you get off people who are they saying, I hope you have a good weekend and, and <laughs> or, I hope you have a nice week. And I'll just be thinking now, oh, that's going to kick in. What you've just said to me now, I'm just going, well, I'm not going to hope. I'm just going to, I'm going to get on with I'm it. I'm going to make it. sure yeah. it's going to be an awesome week. Yeah. For any colleagues who are watching out there who have sent me, James, I hope you have a nice weekend. Well, yes, I will, because I'll get my <laughs> running done. I will get my reading done. You know, all these little things. That's, mm. uh, I mean, the final bit of the podcast as well, and I must say, thank you so much for coming on, is for every person who comes on to the ACCA Global Podcast, I plant a lovely tree for them. So this is your tree. This is your oak that is going to be planted today. Look at that. Okay, so awesome. that is, I'm going to call it the pink thing. The pink thing. I, I will send you a photo of this as well in its pot as well, May. And then that, that is going to be planted for you as well on there. So that is going, I know, okay. it, doesn't, I know it doesn't look appealing, but uh, it, could be a, it could be a solid oak in a few years' time. So that will be the main yeah, thing. It's, it's, a, it's a journey, isn't it? As long as you water it every day, then it's going to grow. Well, well, like I always say to my connections, I will, I will water them and, and help them grow as well. <laughs> but if, if the podcast gets any bigger, my garden is going to be full of pots and it's not that big. But uh... <laughs> yeah, I look forward to that. That's all right. I will send you a photo of it and you can feel free to share it with all your connections. All Just right. say, look at this. I've got a, I've got a, got a tree growing for me out there as well. Nice, but, nice. But I must say, I must, must say a massive, massive thank you for coming on today as well. I've, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And I've got so many things going away from today that I'm going to take out of it as well. I've got to wish you all the best luck with, with the career coaching, with the group sessions and your <laughs> oh, super you. duper busy, uh, busy schedule. I've, I've drank all my tea. I've drank all my tea. It's been lovely as well. But uh, I must say, um, if you'd like all of uh, May's details as well, everyone, I'll put it in the details below. If you have found today's video helpful and insightful as well, feel free to give it a thumbs up and subscribe so that you can hear from more ACCA members from around the world on the ACCA Global Podcast. But I mustn't say I hope you have a good day and I mustn't say I hope you have a good week because I know now you are going to. So that is the main thing. But as always on that bombshell, we will see you next time. So thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode. For more awesome content like this, remember to like and subscribe. Also, head on over to my website, meiping.com, that's M-E-I-P-H-I-N-G.com, and subscribe to my weekly newsletter for more career growth and personal development tips. You can find the links in the description box below. Once again, you're listening to Got a Ping, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!